they, we then proceeded at that point into our uh, simulated countdown. And good morning, hello, it is a happy Friday to everyone. I am Josh in studio with Zach, Anna, and Matt in the studio. We're having a phenomenal Friday. If anyone watched uh, two big headlines, uh, if anyone watched uh, the NFL draft at all, no one, no one here watched the NFL draft, Cowboys picked up an outside linebacker, actually an inside linebacker, sorry. Is that J.J. Watt? No. Because I saw that. That was a headline. People were flipping out about it. So. J.J. Watt plays for the Texas uh, oh, the right. Houston, Houston Texans. Texans. Sorry, yeah. that's that's my Houston coming out. Excuse me. Yeah. Yes, he's on the Texans. Yeah, so not uh, the Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah. So anyway, so and he Sports. was not drafted because uh, he's already playing. Right. Either way, um, the the stretch the stretch of sports the segment day. is off to a great start. Yeah, I'm this, gonna have to just be quiet during sports. That's that's what I'm realizing very quickly. I have nothing to offer. Well, I'm glad I'm not the only one. I have everything to lose and nothing to gain. It's not worth my time. Anyway, I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, the stretch of the day. So we are we are at heart, we are a, a PR company here at Real News PR. Uh, we are the, the communications network arm of that firm. But when we see these kinds of trying to stretch, and I think, I think um, Matt used to work in the media department trying to always pitch stories for clients, get things sure. done. Yeah. This was by far the most, why not, give it a shot, Around the NFL draft, Pizza Hut is doing a thing where they're giving the 78th pick in the NFL draft, the 78th pick, giving them pizza for a year and a pizza party at the new hometown, which I think will be in the, end up being the Vikings, in their new hometown. Now, being an aficionado of the draft, wow. how important is the 78th pick? You're pretty low. 78th <laughs> pick is pretty low. So why the draft is important, just a quick little heads up, is oh. the first pick gets paid the most. That's the first person. If you're the worst team in the NFL, statistically, you get the first pick. The worst team has the first pick. The best team has the last pick. So they're trying to balance back out the teams right. for better, for better, better play. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so the 78th pick has no real consequence. That's when you're kind of getting your guys at, I'll take a chance and see what happens. But it's not the last pick. It's not, not the last pick. Right. This is the pick that comes in the third round. Here's why. That might have made some amount of sense. Here's why Pizza Hut is saying this is why they chose the 78th player. Because that was the first question. Everyone goes, why in the world are you choosing the 78th player in the NFL draft to honor them with a lifetime of pizza? Which is odd. Uh, hopefully a lineman gets this. Because no like running back or wide receiver or quarterback is eating pizza every day for a year. Yeah. So hopefully it's a, it's a lineman. But the reason why they chose the 78th pick is because pi is 3.14 with a whole bunch of other numbers. And the 78th pick is the third round 14th pick. That has got to be the biggest, eh, we'll see if anyone picks it up. Is that wow. actually real? That's that is true. That's an actual true story okay, that Pizza Hut Marketing came up with and did a, did a, a press release on that. I figured for sure it was like the Pizza Hut director of marketing's kid is like 78 on their flag football team or something and it was like yeah it'll be this yeah. cool little like that would have made more sense to or me or it meant something to the company somehow in the 14th round of the third pick see for me i thought maybe they'd been around 78 years yeah, you know, yeah. Like they're like honoring set but no nope just pie um <laughs> does is, is papa john still the official sponsor no. of the nfl okay no. so that's what this is right that's pizza hut trying to cut in they're like hey 
Here's us doing oh, a promotion related to football. How about that? Yeah, it was it was a Papa John's and them split ways uh, last year over yeah. over some uh, back and forth around. I forget the issue off the top of my head. Was it was, not kneeling or was it something else? The kneeling, yeah. yes. The uh, the, right. the being American uh, by by not. And Papa kneeling. John's was the one that pulled the plug on that relationship, didn't they? Uh, Papa John's took a stance. Okay. And then the moment they took a stance, immediate <laughs> backlash. And yeah. sales drop. Yeah. And then they stopped taking a stance, oddly enough. Yeah. Uh, but the, uh, Shocking how yeah, that works. Couldn't ever figure it out. So then Papa John's goes, you know what? Uh, we're going to take a step back and reevaluate, which I think it's just one of those really weird things. It's a very um, weird thing. That you would, if you had the reins as being a like, Papa John's, that's one of the cool. So, again, I'm getting too far into the sports thing here. But if you watched the NFL, um, Peyton Manning, mm-hmm. a really well-known uh, player for the NFL Played for the Colts for many years. Played for Denver. Um, he owns a lot of Papa John's franchises, and I don't know how this is like not insider like trading because it's not a publicly traded company. Yeah. But he sold all of his franchises like two weeks before that mm. contract in the NFL broke up. Very curious. How yeah, that- like he owned all he had all the rights to stuff in Louisiana where he's from, and he owned like a whole bunch in Denver and in and in Indianapolis. That sounds. Pretty sketchy. It's pretty sketchy. It's yeah. pretty like, convenient for him. Yeah, I don't know a whole the lot, and then tests. sold them off, and then all of a sudden they're no longer the official. You know, <laughs> weird. I, hmm. Yeah, yeah, one of those like kind of kind of weird things, and that that is headline number one. The other headline uh, that I, I saw that kind of took me by surprise was this, and it's a woman delivers her own baby oh, by no. uh, watching a YouTube video. You can find anything on YouTube these days. So I guess you're sitting there and you're you're. By the way, uh, I'm the only in the room that's that's been a part of the birthing process. Uh, right, so you're the only right. one in the room that's given birth to a yeah, child. That's right. given birth. And from my experience, uh, when my wife went into labor, um, so there's like a water you break. You know your water breaks, but they kept calling it waters. Like oh, you're a bag of waters, and this that that part, the grammar yeah. that threw me off, but. Um, <laughs> in all times, that's what bothers you. Like, come on, come on. You're, you're <laughs> uh, so I can guess, we do this to not gross me out <laughs> yeah, quite as much? Please. Can you uh, I think think, I think about me a little bit in this process. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, so when that when that happened, I guess she realized I'm not going to like be able to get to a hospital. I think she so she's from Virginia, but she was in Turkey. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Mm. And so she just grabbed her laptop oh. and I, I guess. And she obviously got on YouTube and like how, how to do, deliver how do you a baby. Give you a baby. Like you, just... you have the most like the top best story of all time because you've had the woman that had no no drugs no whatever you know that was just you and like you were in your own home or in your own like tub whatever it was and those are like like the pioneer woman of the day. Yeah, you got on YouTube and MacGyvered it. That's that's pretty dope. Okay, let's. I doubt this was like a first search, right? This is a pregnant woman. It's the 21st century. She'd probably looked up some stuff in advance, read a couple of books maybe, and I'll bet at one point she probably came across this video and maybe yeah. watched it. It was like, well, let's see what it's like, right? I'm sure that's something women do who are expecting, look up what what the birthing process is like. So it kind of de-stresses you a little bit in the moment. That makes sense, right? That's not crazy. So she'd probably seen this sure. video at some point. I doubt it was in the moment. She was like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Uh, got it. YouTube. Like, it's a good thing I, it wasn't one of those scare videos. I think I think she probably had seen this prior and was like, you know, so in the moment and had to do something. It was like, well, it's happening one way or another. Let's 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 get cracking. So right? you're trying to downplay it, play this, saying yeah. it's not quite as impressive. Yeah. Got oh it. my god. Yeah. I think I think Zach, you should see that. There's a video of. Um, an experiment where men were put some patches to kind of match the pain of delivering a baby. Yeah. And it's A, hilarious. B, um, looks very painful. I've never had a kid. And she's just like, can you imagine the pain? She has no drugs. She has no help. She's probably panicking. And I don't think she would be Googling. I, I, myself, I wouldn't be Googling. So how do deliveries go, really? You like, wouldn't want to, like, know in advance? No, I just expect someone else to take care of that and help me through it. The more I know, really? probably will be scarier in that part. Like, honestly, y- your whole insides break. It's nothing good about that. Different strokes for different folks, I guess. Mm. If I am having any no. kind of, like, clinical operation, 
Uh, probably not birth in my case, but who knows? Uh, I would want to know in advance going in. You know, else? if I'm gonna go have like a kidney removed, I- I'm gonna look it up and be like, what's involved in that? What happens? But when it happens, you're not going to go on YouTube and then remove your own kidney. Well, no. Like, yes, you have. But my kidney also isn't about to slide out of me, so there's a difference. <laughs> like, the kidney's not like you see what I mean. It's kind of a natural process. Oh. Got him. I guess. So, you can email him at ZachLewis at RealNewsPR.com. Uh, all your input and feedback about how how small and how, uh, how, how low maintenance this actually was. And how more women should probably be able to do this on a regular basis. I'm not yeah. saying it's not impressive, okay? What I am saying is I guess I'm surprised that this is on YouTube considering like I can't find a video on how oh, I'm not surprised it's on YouTube. Oh, I am. I am surprised. And I'll tell you why. Because for a while, maybe this isn't a thing anymore, you couldn't find videos on like how to hotwire a car. YouTube would pull them because they're like, we're not going to teach you how to do giving that. A baby is not Ill- or giving birth to a baby is not illegal. It's graphic, it? and I'm surprised it made it on the platform. That's what I'm saying. But I guess it's there. I, I guess it depends on what it shows. I'll have I to just, listen to the video I, I she don't, I have trouble believing that having a smartphone and access to the internet in her time of need, this woman was like, the YouTube app is going to help me right now, of all of them. She had to have some kind of inclination, some inkling to send her there in the first place, right? Is that I mean, crazy? Samantha in the chat points out that women have been figuring out how to give birth for a long time, right? Without uh, the help of YouTube, so it probably would have happened anyway. I I imagine, right? That's that's really what this is about. Yeah, it was inevitable. It. I appreciate yeah. that she had the assist. Shout out to YouTube, where we yeah. Are. I actually know someone who delivered her own babies. Really? Yes. Babies, but plural. Yeah, two, no, as in like two, her two children in different occasions. So she twice she once? chose to do yes. it. right. See, that's what I mean. Full. Yeah. Yes. And she was, oh, hang on, what, how do you call someone that delivers babies? Jeez. Midwife? Midwife, yeah, she yeah. was in midwife. So oh, wow. she knew the ropes and the deals of the thing, but still I found that amazing, major respect for her. She was that making a choice to do this, or she just happened to be? No, I think, I think she definitely chose to okay. do it. So I'm, Ooh, like, huh. I'm amazed. No YouTube for her because her kids are like, at least oh, she got 16. It. Yeah. yeah. My wife wanted the uh, epidural the moment she could have it. Well, I mean, uh, that's like, they were like, reasonable. Do you, do you want drugs? Yes. Uh, <laughs> the moment I could have drugs and keep oh. baby safe, that's what I want. I want yeah. drugs and babies to be safe. So uh, we'll do a quick break. When we come back, we're joined with special guest Jim Mueller. Uh, he's attorney at law. He's going to be talking to us about the Waze app and how that's causing some problems in your neighborhood. Coming up next on the Lunch Break Show. Lunch Break Show. I am joined with guest Jim Mueller. He is from Werner, Brumley, Mueller, and Parker and Associates. Did I get it right? Yep, that's perfect. Nailed it. That is a mouthful. Werner, Brumley, Mueller, and Associates? And Yeah. (laughs) And Jim, you specialize in divorce, family law, and high estate divorce. Yep, that's exactly Um, it. So hopefully I never have to see you. Uh, Hopefully Uh, (laughs) I don't ever have to go see my friends. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You know what? It's weird. I have a friend, and for some reason, we talk about once every four or five months. Every time he goes, hey, do you mind if we have lunch? I got got something I want to tell you. I'm always like, he's getting divorced. I have no idea why. Every time he calls, I'm like, yep, it's it's happened. It's time. Uh, there's no reason. There's nothing. Nothing like that. Point you, you to don't, that. They're not having nope. trouble or anything. Nope. You, nope. You've, you've like, met his, his yeah, wife. Super nice. Everything's I just, cool. I just assume that when he says, "I got something to talk to you about," about it's got to. Is that, that a guy thing? Because he's once a guy reaches out and wants to talk. It's, yeah, it's not. It good. must be serious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not like, hey, I got a new Xbox game. It's not like that. It's always something that's like major. Huh. Um. So. 
Anyway, we're talking about the Waze app. Have you ever used a Waze app? I have. I have. My wife lives by it, too. Mm. So I've never used it. I, I'm a Google Apps only guy. I've downloaded it a couple times, but I... I don't know. I've gotten to the point in my older age. I'm 35. Am I old? I'm not old, but in my older age, where I'm hesitant about giving my data away now, just willy-nilly. Uh, obviously, I'm on Google, so they have everything, and I'm whatever. But uh, I was when I was signing into Waze, they wanted a whole lot of info that I was hesitant to give. Yeah. Uh, like, eh, nah, I'm good. So I just bailed out. Matt, you use Waze, right? Uh, I do. I have for a long time. I don't use it all the time, but. Yeah. Uh, I'll swap between Waze and, and Google Map usually. I'm a Google Maps yeah. man. Yeah, Google's never steered me wrong, I don't think. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But, but different strokes different folks. Waze is powered by Google Maps, right? So it's all... I think so. It's They're all probably relevant. all the same at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So um, as a Waze consumer, we were seeing a story that Matt, was, Matt found yeah. that talked about basically local neighborhoods are getting upset. Like I'm guessing HOAs or communities are getting bothered because now when you're stuck on, let's just say, for example, 635, it goes, oh, hey, you're trying to get to Preston and Beltline from 635, so you want to cut through this road, take Spring Valley up through this other neighborhood and cut through, and HOAs and neighborhoods are going, hey, now we're having a lot more traffic on the streets that weren't designed. And so city planners were saying it's a bigger problem because that's not how the roads were designed for neighborhoods. Yeah, um, and I'm guessing there's nothing legally you can do about that. I don't. I mean, I, I think one of the story that we had looked up, and I and it was the other day that I saw it, but there was a city that was, I think, either trying to sue ways or ban them. So I guess they're going to attempt to do something legally. But yeah, I mean, the the counter argument obviously is build bigger highways or something like that, <laughs> like add more lanes of traffic. I think it was actually uh, L.A. maybe that was upset so yeah. much with ways. Um, but I will I will admit the the times that I've used it it has sent me down some weird routes you know down alleyways and through parking lots and things like that that uh, you know is useful but I could understand why your parking lot or your alley was not meant for traffic and if this popular traffic routing app is sending people that way I could see people getting upset. I'm in a weird position on this because Christine is getting her uh, graduate degree in city planning. So this seems oh, wow. like something I, I would be able to talk about a little bit. Uh, I'm not getting my graduate degree, so not really. I guess I'm inclined to agree. I mean, I use Google Maps, and I'm one of those people who, if there's like a big traffic jam on 635, and I look on, Go I'll, I'll look it up, Google Maps, and it'll tell me that's still the fastest way to go. It'll take two minutes longer to get off the highway and go another way. I'd rather get off and take the longer two minutes because to me, the movement, like my perception of moving, makes the trip faster than sitting in traffic, miserable, hoping you know, watching somebody else cut me off again. Uh, so different strokes from folks, I guess. I mean, I guess it is what you said. You're right. Like yeah. people shouldn't do it, but, um, I don't know. Uh, Jim, what do you think? I'm with you. As long as I keep moving, I yeah. feel like I'm not in traffic. That's right. fine. So I'm almost going 30 minutes out of the way. As long as I'm continuing <laughs> to drive, yep. I feel like it's quicker. And yeah. It's, the small victories. It, exactly. Yeah. What, what is it about when you sit in traffic, when you're sitting there on, let's say the tollway, which by the way, annoys me to no end that you still have to pay right. to sit in traffic. You paid for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I think if you're going slower than 20 miles an hour, it should be free. I agree. If you're Agreed. on there, <laughs> and true. it's slower, because they can tell by the time you've sure. clocked into one booth to the other one. Yep. If you're going slower than 20 miles an hour, it's free. This has failed. Pay. Yeah. Somebody call up the NTTA. Let's get them yeah. on. <laughs> I think that would be a good PR way of saying, look, if, if, if it's on there and it's crowded, it's not being useful to you, it's free. Uh, of course, then the other foot, if, you're, if you can go 85 miles an hour, then it costs more. But I'd pay more. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, but, yeah, that, that's my big thing is that when, when you're stuck there, I don't, I don't know if the, if the way to get around that would be to have uh, neighborhoods have gates. Like I have more neighborhoods be gated communities where you can't get in unless you have the button to get in to drive through the neighborhood. Sure. Yeah, that put in speed bumps. You know, yeah, that's true. Same thing. Yeah. Uh, my wife and I, we like to travel around because we just had a kid. So we're always thinking about upgrading houses and changing and moving around. So we drive through neighborhoods. And there is one uh, in particular over by where we are that is super obnoxious. <laughs> they went out to Home Depot and probably bought out those little, like, neon yellow, like, kids <laughs> that say slow down. Yes. And every, like, 30 feet, there's a, there's a kid. It's like a, basically it's like a giant like square. You one entrance, one exit, and you just drive around a giant square. And every curve has three, 
all the way around. I'm like, and I didn't see well, one kid. It's playing. a neighborhood How fast were you going? <laughs> I, I was going like twenty. You can only go like twenty miles an hour. It's it's all like curve and curve and curve. But I didn't see one kid outside playing. There's nothing that makes me want to speed more. Yes. Than a polyurethane child telling yeah. me not to speed. Like, like I can't stand it. Come close and like clip the end so it yeah. flies off. <laughs> yeah. I was like, come on. Like there, you know, this was one person i don't want i don't want to give a gender but one person sure. who went out and just bought everything because one like 16 year old that just got their license was doing like 45 in the neighborhood one day sure and just put out a sign yeah. every so often either just, that or it's the person without kids <laughs> that or there was some kind of like tremendous tragedy that they that they were trying to avoid happening they, again. They, the neighborhood can't. The get whole over neighborhood's it, yeah. been mourning. I, yeah, I did go on next door and look up to see in that area to see if like someone had been hit. I didn't yeah. see anything. Yeah. that would have made next door. Sure. Um, y'all all <laughs> use next door by the by the yeah. way. Yes. So, no, I yeah. should honestly. The, the the fun stories I hear about it. Out, I, I it regret is, it every minute of it, but I, I am on it. It's like take all the crazy people from Facebook. And put, do you have a good next oh, door story? It's wonderful. Oh. No, I don't have a great story. I just t- what you learn about your neighbors and what they will oh, post yeah. on there yeah. is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I mean, yeah, it's the Facebook problem of what you learn about your friends. Oh, yeah. Like, but but now make that the people who are living directly <laughs> next to you. And you're like, I'm living around a bunch of insane, paranoid, yeah, <laughs> people who think everything is out to get them. Yes. I've told you over over and over again that, that people hear gunshots in my neighborhood. Every we live by the lake. Well, like nobody's hearing gunshots by anything, but people hear gunshots <laughs> about <laughs> everywhere. We had two in ours uh, that she posted. How do you get rid of squirrels? Uh, and, she, and they're like, so I obviously I opened that article up. Yeah. And she talks about these two squirrels that run across her fence line and upset her dog. Her dog already has anxiety. So she's trying <laughs> to find a way to like get rid of the squirrels. They are like, and then there's no, you don't do that. There's don't like, and. Unless you go like third world country and put up glass like around the fence, there's no there's no way to do that. There's, right? Yeah, you're coming up on like squirrel homicide at that point. Yeah. Like it's yeah. the only answer. Wrap like poison or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah, a BB gun. I don't know, but let, was, let the dog catch it. Who there was one the other day where it was a a woman who perennially uh, posts on next door, and it was just about uh, saw a dead cat in the road. So I did cat in the road. Surprised nobody said anything about it yet. So here you go. <laughs> nice. I'm gonna post about it. I'm surprised. Thanks. You, I, I appreciate. I appreciate your feet. Your input. I bet in more than one neighborhood somewhere in America, right around like July Fourth or New Year's, when there's fireworks, people are like, please don't set off fireworks. It upsets my dog. Oh, like just every, the oh, goofiest. Yeah. Well, I get we get gunshot posts on on Fourth of July. Like those are fireworks. <laughs> Come on. I have heard one. Get on, it together. I have heard one on next door that actually made me feel bad. Uh-oh. Uh So apparently there is a thing with like kids. Uh huh. Uh, and there's reasons why people like mo- like move to a certain area because fireworks can affect kids. I didn't I didn't know there's an actual like thing where like the strobes and the sounds like affects them like physically. Really? Yeah. What? And so and again I didn't like WebMD to back them up, but sure. they, I think if you're gonna out your <laughs> kid, sounds reasonable. If you're gonna out your kid on next door. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna let secret. you have it. Yeah. Well, like flashing lights can give them a stroke. Or, I mean, the same with like PTSD and veterans, right? That's, like that's fireworks yeah. can be an issue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It wasn't their kid? It was the veterans. Her husband right. had returned home and he still had some issues. And like, just I've heard be, of that. Yeah. Like just be aware if you're gonna set off fireworks in our neighborhood. <laughs> I don't like. I'm, I'm not gonna say what's going to happen. Just link her. So did you suggest they go out of the country on the third to the fifth? Yeah, I like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know what the what, what the way out of that is. Other than I guess just put it on next door and be like, hey, I'm trying to give you a massive heads up if you could be cool about it. But thing is, when you're a teenager and you're doing that, you don't. They're gonna go to the house if you're yeah. a teenager and you saw that post. That's exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> inviting more fireworks. Throw a bunch of yeah. Throw a bunch of firecrackers <laughs> yeah, in the away. bushes and run away. Just yeah. head to the head to the comments and drop a hot link for Bose soundproof headphones. Yeah. Like Problem solved. <laughs> buy, buy him a bottle of scotch. Put on his favorite movie. Give him a yeah. pair of headphones. That's an evening. There yeah. you go. Uh, Happy trails. There we go. Yeah. That that is. Um, that, that would be one saw. And I think you would open up a whole new can of worms. <laughs> no, not at all. I, I have a theory. I don't ever post. I don't ever like comment or post because the replies, I get way too emotional. Really? And so, oh, yeah. And so if, <laughs> emotional, if I, like angry or like sad? If, I, if or? I say something, I think it's like, there you go. I've now informed you and you can be well aware. <laughs> I've solved this problem. Yes. Yeah. Ha-ha. Please go away. Done. <laughs> You're welcome. Anyone that comes back at me, it's it's all, all out. It, oh. it is a war. <laughs> 
it is a it is a fight. You know, well, that's, that's the first attack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure like going back to like divorce law. Oh. Uh, so I did some mediation in in a past life, and I never mediate for divorces because it is <laughs> next to impossible. It's uh, true. Really. Uh, I mean. If only they would do mediations like they started out in Wedding Crashers. I mean, yeah. one of the best movie scenes ever, yep. that's for sure. But you definitely, the, the War of the Roses and what people will do is absolutely It is totally unbelievable. nuts. I, uh, so when I was doing mediation, I went and got my master's at SMU for conflict management. And I've done mediations over, like, you know, uh, multi-million dollar estates, different stuff. And they were way more civil than a married couple that were trying to divide up, you know, 25 grand. Oh, yeah. Like, it, you would have thought, because again, there's so much raw emotion. How do you how do you deal with that? We, well, you try to, I mean, a lot of times I'll tell them, why, why are you paying us to do this? I yeah. mean, literally at the end of the day, there's a cookie jar full of money. And how much do you really want to get rid of? And let's try to put the emotion aside and trust me, yeah. you'll be happier once this is all said and done. And so, you know, it's unfortunate, but you're just trying to say, look, if we can look at this more like a business deal, it'll be much better for you. Yeah. It's just hard. And a lot of times you have to wait and get to the right spot before they're even ready to mediate. You're not doing a mediation at the beginning. They've kind of got to get to the right place emotionally first mm-hmm. before you can even do it. Yeah. It, it's, it, I've just seen so many, yeah, so many relationships struggle uh, with that particular thing. And just like you... You come into it because there, there's a, there's that hurt feeling, there's the feeling of betrayal, and all those different things. No matter what it at, no matter, no matter what happened, just there's that there's those hurt feelings. Very few times have I seen two adults come into a room and act like adults yeah. when it's a divorce. Well, and the interesting thing with divorce mediation is different from civil. They actually a lot of times will never be in the same room. You mm-hmm. can have a mediation yep. and never see each other. Yep. Really? So it's different. Where a lot Shuttle of, mediation. Mm-hmm. And what they'll have is, you know, in civil mediations, you might start out in the room. They'll do an open caucus, mm-hmm. kind of talk about the issues and whatnot, and not yep. in divorce, which is a good thing for us, it seems like. But, yeah, yeah, if you can keep your client from understanding, trust me, don't. it's not worth a pound <laughs> of flesh. <laughs> yeah. It isn't worth paying me twice as much as what that, you know, crock pot is worth. Let's just go ahead and buy a new crock pot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but my grandmother, yeah. no. He's not making that for his new. Yeah, it's a whole a whole new thing. Uh, uh, Jim, I appreciate you coming on the show. Oh, thank you. Uh, if you guys ever, hopefully you don't, but if you ever do need any help, but you also do estate planning, uh, which is um, our high estate. Nope, high estate to divorce. divorce so either yeah. way, yeah. Hopefully you never have to see Jim, <laughs> but if you do, he is a great guy to call. And again, that's Jim Mueller. He's with Vernon Brumley, Ver, uh, Mueller, and Parker. Yep. Uh, and. What's a good email address for them to contact you? Email for me is jmueller, my last name, at vernerbrumley.com. Perfect. Uh, Jim, thank you so much. Up next, we have Sarah Strackhouse keeping you informed on the news. Taking a look at the top headlines for today, the first story we're looking at is a discussion between the South and North Korean leaders. According to Fox News, Trump is very proud of the, quote, historic meeting this morning. The reason it's making national headlines especially is that the two nations, quote, pledged to clear the peninsula of nuclear weapons. Trump said in a tweet, Korean War to end. But he also says that only time will tell. Trump has yet to set the date for his personal meeting with the North Korean leader. Another story that's been in the media for a while now. Yesterday, a Pennsylvania jury found Bill Cosby guilty of three counts of aggravated indecent assault for allegedly drugging and sexually assaulting 
uh, Andrea Constand in his home in 2004. CNN reports that she said it happened when she went over there for a career uh, for career advice. She was a former employee with the Temple University women's basketball team, and Cosby is a trustee at that school. He faces up to 10 years in prison for each count, so essentially the 80-year-old comedian would serve out the rest of his life in prison if uh, if that trial or if that sentencing does go according to that plan. Uh, the sentence hearing has not yet been scheduled. And in the past couple of years, we've had a lot of news about the statues being taken down for one reason or another, seen as racist or celebrating someone who's now seen in a negative light. Well, it happened again in Pittsburgh this week. The Associated Press reports yesterday the 118-year-old statue of the O oh Susanna songwriter was removed from a Pittsburgh park. The reason for the uproar, apparently the shoeless banjo player is based on a fictional slave named Uncle Ned. Critics say that the statue was a racist one, and officials are saying a statue honoring an African-American woman will be its replacement. And the next story making headlines this week is a bit of a quirky one. NPR reports that the lawsuit has ended between PETA and a wildlife photographer all over a monkey selfie. Yeah, a monkey selfie, that one right there. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again. So apparently in 2011, Naruto, I hope I'm saying his name right, the primate took David Slater's camera, he's, who's the wildlife photographer, and took a selfie of himself. Well, the struggle came when, in 2015, the People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, or PETA, decided that the monkey had the copyrights to the photo, not the photographer. So Monday, the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals unanimously ruled against PETA, saying the copyright law does not, quote, expressly authorize animals to file copyright infringement suits, and one judge even called it frivolous. NPR says in the settlement, Slater agrees to give 25% of the law of the uh, revenue from the photo to groups that protect primates like Naruto and their habitat in Indonesia. I I'm so annoyed <laughs> at so many things. There's like there's like two or three things I want to jump in on there, but go ahead. Uh, for me, I will start off with the selfie. Uh, yeah. This is why you should never give any money to PETA. There's better or no, no. I'll, I'll say this. I know it's a blanket statement. There's better organizations out there that protect animals. PETA just seems like they try to make the news more than they do anything else. This was a waste of time, energy, and effort. Well, clearly the judge agreed with you, calling yeah. it frivolous. That's a bold statement, I think, for a yeah, judge sure. to say. Yeah, Because you, know? you had to hire lawyers, you had to get a legal team, you well, had to strategize, you had to spend tons of cash. And apparently they have to pay for all of his legal fees. Yeah. 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 So not, yeah. So the monkey's legal fees? No, no, no. <laughs> I should be more specific <laughs> considering this story. Uh, no, I guess PETA, if I'm it's reading confusing. it correctly, PETA has to pay all the legal fees for the photographer, photographer for taking him to court for that. That makes sense. Wait, yeah. do they really? Yeah. yeah oh, okay. If, if you file look, a suit, yeah. I can go, hey, okay, I'll I go, but I'm now filing because you made me hire right. a lawyer. Yeah, and I do take all time of off work. I didn't to choose come. to jump into court here. No. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, okay. He was entitled to compensation for his legal fees. Right. And right now they're determining how much he'll get. Yeah, it's difficult to suss out what exactly they hope to achieve here. Um, I don't know what the fight was about. Maybe I'm just, just not. To make I'm not. Think, I'm not playing yeah. 40 chess. I'm not thinking about this in, in the right way. But uh, I, I can't understand what progress you make other than uh, conferring some more legal rights towards animals that would normally be reserved towards humans. But still, looking at this, like this is the fight you choose to make. It seems. Yeah. Like, of course you're going to lose this. I guess it's providing intellectual grounds on which an animal can be stood on, right? Because they yeah. can't stand on it themselves because they're not all that intellectual. Like, I guess if you say <laughs> That's a, a good monkey... Picture. That's a good picture. It's a very good picture. Yeah. And if you can say that a monkey owns a photo it takes then you can start to provide ownership based on that, right? That's a better picture than I've taken. You, you I've taken some selfies that are worse than that. <laughs> you can but say a monkey could own a house, because why not? Like, it can make that intellectual decision sure. in a way, I guess. Well, that's I, I don't exactly know. it. I think the fact that, is he making a decision to take a picture, or is he, as NPR puts it, just monkeying around? Ah, ah. NPR. Oh, Quick draw McGraw. <laughs> this yeah. week NPR. on This American Life. Uh, monkeys. <laughs> But, oh. like, you know what I mean? Like, is he, like, you have no idea if he's making that decision. And right. I can't he imagine, just, honestly, he, he that he was. He could have just happened to look at it and, yeah. and hit the button. It's not yeah. like he says, oh, I know how the camera works. Yeah, he's I'm like, oh, let me smile for this yeah, guy. Yeah, exactly. Right. He no. didn't, like, adjust the focus on that lens. Like, <laughs> no. he didn't He didn't even buy the lens. Good, like, he didn't though. do all that. No. 
Yeah, I I think like once if that case by some odd chance someone had been just high that day <laughs> and allowed this to go through, you've opened up a can of worms that you cannot put the lid no. back on. Because no. now every single because like I have an Instagram channel just for my dog. I do too. Yeah. So now does yep. my dog own the rights to that channel? Because they are the person that's they're in the, the name. Like they're said. the model. They're the name. They're we're pretending like it's their account. Yeah. And so if anything, I'm just a social media or, manager for them. Or <laughs> mudslinging or something. Or like if you write something bad about your dog, could it be technically that you're putting out <laughs> slander? Yeah. Oh my god. You know what I mean? Like the, this is a slippery slope. Or what if your dog <laughs> writes something bad? Yeah. Them? Before we move too far past this, what are those? What are those Instagram accounts? What are they? What do you got? Chubs and King. Chubs so and King. C A. U-B-B-S uh-huh. and A-N-G okay. King K-I-N-G What do you got? Uh, ours is Beer Brewery Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, our brewery. dog's name is Beer Oh uh, And so oddly enough a few years after we had our Pomeranian named Beer there yeah. actually is a Beer Brewery in uh, Ohio that crew that started and they had to have a different handle because we are the own beer brewery. <laughs> they're so angry over there they're like, like oh my somebody's God. dog. So, yeah, dog. so we just keep posting random posts just so we can say current. So Have they asked you for it? No, but we would oh. sell it in a heartbeat. The dog photos aren't the dog's intellectual property. Because he didn't take the photos. Just because he was in the no, photos. No, no, what, I, what I'm saying is not like, the, like, I get that the photographer owns the credit. Yeah. But I'm saying, but then you, that person then becomes the model. If I start to make money mm-hmm. off of my Instagram, right? Yeah. Oh, then now that person would be entitled as the model of that of that product. So if I, now it's an endorsement fee. So if my dog is a model for an Instagram account that right. I make money off of, that dog, PETA, could then come in and sue and say, you're not paying your model and you're not giving them the compensation that they rightfully deserve as the model of the Instagram account. I mean, I don't, I don't think so. The Mona Lisa, Mo, the, the, the subject of the Mona Lisa doesn't own the Mona Lisa. Da Vinci owns it. Like, he was no, the one that sure painted it. No, but I'm sure she got it. paid for posing in it, yeah. right? I mean, probably. A little. And, like, the thing is, like, if they had an agreement prior that, like, every time, like, he sells, a, you know, an admission to come see his photo, she gets, like, a compensation of it or a portion of it. Like, most contracts don't work like that mm-hmm. when it comes to, like, yeah. paintings and stuff like that. But I think a modeling, it does. You know, a, an agency for how many magazines they sell, like, they might get, like, a point zero 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 one percent or something sure. like that. Well, you and, know? and if I took a picture of you every single day and had a behind-the-scenes Zach and Tosh Instagram account. Yeah. And it became wildly popular, like it obviously would be. Um, <laughs> and then one day you were like, "Hey, you know what? I want to see some. I want to see some of the residuals on, on that." Yeah. Well, I and I say no. Then you just stop. You stop being around when I want to take pictures for the the Instagram account. A mm. dog doesn't have the ability to, to do that. And I guess that's what PETA was grandstanding on. They're saying, "Look, you're taking advantage of an animal." Uh, and if anything, if you're not paying it, but you're forcing it to work, that's enslavement. Well, that right. sounds ridiculous, but that's the slippery slope. Yeah, right. that's that's the can of worms yeah. you don't want to open up. Yeah, but how about like nature and all these things? A tree. Let's go to a tree next. You know, yeah. who owns breathe. that tree? Right. Right. Are we enslaving the yeah. trees? I yeah. Guess. Exactly. <laughs> Curious. Oh, that my, sounds ridiculous. Uh, my wife, who started the beer brewery account, pointed out that it is a private account. Uh, because she doesn't want to be exploited. Uh, so, that's why you can't see Beer Brewery uh, online. Look, but don't touch. Yeah. Welcome to Beer Brewery on Instagram. I was just Instagram. looking it up. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Maybe I'll, I'll request it. Why isn't that we'll public? See. She's yeah. pretty. Come she's pretty on. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll request us Chubbs and King and they can be friends. Yeah, don't no, hold that, that back from the world. Do y'all remember Dogster? This is a total side note. Dogster. Dogster. Uh-uh. Like Napster? Like, no, I don't. Really? <laughs> no, what is Dogster? And I want to yeah. say Dogster was like a Facebook thing. But just for pets, it was like so the first one. Or you something? have like your pet has an account, oh. and then they can befriend other pets like in the neighborhood That's or in so the area, cool. and they can like follow them and follow their stories. I'm not sure Dogster survived and uh, lasted. Are we still seeing it? Uh, well, it's still yeah. There's something still here. Let's uh, there's, there's know, Dogster and Catster, so yeah. uh, both are. Animal themed social networking and forum sites. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, 
Boxer's so. here. Yeah. I would hope for Dogster, like they had some kind of sub rule that whenever you make an account for your animal to come up with their username, you just set them on the keyboard for a minute. Just like <laughs> drop your drop your cat on the keyboard. See what Whatever happens. comes out, that's the username for the cat. Yeah, done. Yeah. It made it. It's its own thing. <laughs> See, my dog no. would break Problem the solved. keyboard. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, that's... And that you, would not and you couldn't say, my dog's name is asterisk, asterisk, F-R-T-1-7-5. You can't... And that's... It's, it's their name. I guess. Yeah, I suppose that's fair. Yeah. We so. give we give animals names in the same way parents gave us our names, yeah. right? So yeah. I guess that's reasonable. It is reasonable. I just wouldn't <laughs> expect my mom to set up my Facebook <laughs> it, account. It is reasonable. It so, is reasonable. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Sarah, uh, Sarah, I want you to stick around. We're going to talk about uh, five news headlines that should okay. have your attention more than the royal wedding. Coming up <laughs> next on the Lunch Break Show. We are back. Uh, welcome back to the Lunch Break Show. Again, I always forget to say, say this. Uh, thank you for watching. Please like, subscribe, and follow. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Thank you all for whichever platform you're viewing us on, and you can tell your friends. I am Josh in the studio with Zach and Anna, also with Sarah Strackhouse, who does our news, and with Matt in the studio. We're talking about five headlines that should have your attention more uh, than the royal wedding. Notice and we saved this for the very end of the show. <laughs> we have. We still, we still have we food news. We burned through a lot of headlines before yeah. we got to this one. We still so. have food news. We do. Um, so I'm looking at this, and this is uh, – you can go ahead and cut cut to my, my computer screen. Mm-hmm. And this is deputies say that a man Googled how to rob a bank oh, God. and then robbed a bank. Um, <laughs> And was immediately caught. Right up there um, with giving birth, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. So just a heads up, if you're going to Google, uh, if you're going to Google how to rob a bank, don't use your home computer. <laughs> right. Maybe that, that's Go like, to the library, maybe. Go to the library. Go to the library. Go to the library. Go to the library. Go to the And don't sign in with your name. Yeah. yeah. What, a, what a perfect time to use incognito mode. <laughs> right. Uh, on, on Google. Clearly, I, I was wrong. If, if you can't. You, you have to be able to learn how to hotwire a car if they have videos on how to rob a bank, right? I mean, that's... I mean, I don't know. It's not rocket science. Yeah. Walk in with a handgun and say, give me all the money. Like, that's... <laughs> right? That's Watch think. a movie. Look, if it's, so, if it's so easy, why don't people get away with it, right? That's the issue. I Googled how to pick a lock when I accidentally locked my dogs in a room. You can find a lot of those. Did it work? Yeah. Actually? Oh, yeah. Really? It worked. I got it out. Lock picking I is a real hobby. I used my earring. Really? It was so easy. Wow. <laughs> I was like, well, this is not right? good. <laughs> it is stupid easy to <laughs> yeah. pick a lock. But it was, my outside doors have more intense locks, but I locked them in a room, and it was one of those little push ones that had, like, the little hole. Yeah. Oh, so I just okay. popped my earring in there, and I was yeah. able to, like, navigate around. And okay, so it wasn't, it wasn't wow. like a... Not an intense... Uh, master lock. I don't know why no, I thought I had as impressive of a story. I had a good either. name of a lock okay, in the back of my head. Sorry. <laughs> nice, yeah. nice try, Sarah. I oversold uh, that. Another one, another one is a woman finds a hat. Uh, this was a headline of a, of a full story in the newspaper. You can see the clipping here. Let me zoom in a little bit. Uh, a woman finds hat. A hat has been found up in a tree. Um, the woolen garment, essentially, it's it's a red a red hat with a bobble on top. And she goes through, like, describes the hat, where it's all from, and then says, it'll be left by the fence up until April 10th, and then it'll be destroyed. Why is this That's more impressive. important? Why would you destroy the hat? I don't understand. I guess saying I got it down from the from the tree. I want to know what what level you have to be as a reporter. Sarah used to be a reporter for here at CW here in Dallas. Mm-hmm. If they called you and goes, "Hey, we have a we have a hot tip of a hat <laughs> in a tree." 
Like this has to be. So like I grew up in East Texas, a small town of Carthage, Texas. And my favorite thing that they did in Carthage was they had the like police blotter. Which was it told sure. you who got yeah. arrested yeah. and for yeah. what? Oh, I read that the gossip, every the gossip page. every yeah. single Saturday. Yeah. Hot cup of coffee and me <laughs> reading the Carthaginian <laughs> newspaper. Um, that yeah, so that that to me, this has got to be the same caliber of of a newspaper. That like, you know what? We got to fill some space. Well, this is like a lost and found type article, I, I guess. Although the the headline is. Woman, awesome. finds hat and Woman finds hat and tree. Yeah. Why? Why is this any more important than like royal? Because it's entertaining. This is like right now the royal wedding to me is not entertaining. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 nothing that's coming out of that is like I said. This kid is going to be what seventh or this yeah. wedding. This guy's seventh or eighth in line. Yeah. It's just and right now this is also what you might call a bit. Yeah. Thanks, Zach. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I feel like if if the reporter like maybe delved more into this woman, like why does she care about this hat? Like maybe her grandmother <laughs> like had the exact same hat and she was shocked to find it, or you know what I mean? That's like definitely maybe, the reporter angle. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this hat has haunted me. This hat has been in every tree and every house I've ever lived in. I was gonna say that's maybe why she destroyed it. She keeps finding these weird hats in places, and something a bigger scheme is going on, and there's a creepy man dropping hats. That would you know. be a juicier story. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think there maybe a little digging needs yeah. to go on there. Not yeah. not so much the case. I found this headline from a uh, news. What even what the headline? It's just one of those little like news. The bottom third. <laughs> it says last minute groceries, and it's J C McKinley. And the on the Channel Nine News for W U S A. It says forgot cheese whiz. And so I, again, I don't know who types that in or how that works. But just to know that every time you Google your name, it's you with a byline that says "forgot cheese whiz." Forgot cheese whiz. Yeah, just ridiculous. And then another one: uh, a woman dislocates jaw while trying to eat a triple patty burger. They just don't do that. Oh, that sounds. Unfortunately, they included a photo of the girl, uh, and she. Um, Her jaw seems to be intact. In that, <laughs> intact. In that. I, eating out of a spoon. I will say this: they didn't. They didn't mention the restaurant, which to me. That's where I could, that's yeah. that's a challenge. Now I want to go. How worth have, it is that yeah. that meal though? Like like if, if are you going to like a fast food place? What, you know what's the favorite fast food place? Yeah. When was the I last had... time you had a triple patty burger? Well, it will be today for lunch. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Minutes from it's, now. It's, it's been a while, but I just can't imagine like, like especially because it's it's just nice. You can see her face. It's nice young. Uh, young girl sitting there, and again, they they found a photo of her eating, which mm. is probably unfortunate. Um, but I mean, you have to. She had. They had right. to call. The you have to. This she story, knew it was right? going to happen. She's got to be eating something. Uh, they had to call the paramedics to help her unlock the the, the, the jaw. That's got to be one of like the worst dates oh, ever. Yeah. Uh, if you're if you're this poor girl. I <laughs> uh, found some more. This one was, I thought, going to be super sad. Uh, a Walmart police received a report of a newborn infant found in a trash can. Sad part. Here's the weird part. Unfortunately, after an investigation, the officers found there was only a burrito. <laughs> Wait. So someone saw. That's what I'm saying. Again, tell me burrito? the restaurant. The baby sized burrito. <laughs> yeah. Give me what the baby was burrito. What's in that burrito to make it look like a human? <laughs> we, we've, we've totally annoyed Zach. But no, I, no, 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 no. It's not what made the burrito look like a human. It's what made it look like a very, very new infant, right? <laughs> Which honestly, if you asked me to draw a picture, I couldn't do. So I, yeah. I don't know why I would think that looked like a, a it person. It was wrapped but in a towel. Two little, you know, sitting like, in there. Uh, what, like, what person on the face of the planet is passing a trash can in a Walmart, happens to glance in and goes, oh my god. Every single person on my next door. Did, you, did you see that? Like, well, come on. Oh uh, and then and another one of those like bottom third weird Fox News things. It says suspicious flashlight. And it is a literally a camera shot of a road with a flashlight in the middle of the road just just there. It's on Third to Avenue. To be fair, that's Jefferson. very suspicious. <laughs> it is. is very. Why is that flashlight there? But again, I don't know I, why I someone calls it. someone calls Channel Four News and goes, "Hey, there's a flashlight <laughs> on my street," and they go, "All right, get the camera crew. We're going down there." Run, so, up, run yeah. up the boys. No one just goes and grabs a flashlight. No, because oh that would be... It could be an explosive. You don't know. That would be common Crazier things have happened. Yeah, just insane. You find out someone's Googling how to turn a flashlight into a bomb yeah. uh, on their home. This this last one I got from the Weather Channel, I just liked because I... This is how I view Matt being in, like, 
13, 14, maybe, right. maybe 15 years. I don't know years. the story, so I'm, I'm eager to find out <laughs> uh, what this Hold on to your hats. It's just a guy who bought an air horn because he's tired of birds. <laughs> and so you see this picture, and this is this is you. This is this is this is future Matt. Uh, yeah, probably. This is future Matt probably. with an air horn in the front yard. Any bird that comes with an earshot, meh, just gets just gets buzzed. Mm. And I was like, yep. Yep, that's that is a gotta be uh, just to have an air horn. I, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, just for the well, you see those in parking lots to have uh, prevent birds from uh, you know going to the bathroom on cars. They have, they have those like random, air cannons. Yeah, yeah, air cannons that fired off that you know chase birds away. But yeah, this guy took management to his own hands. Tired of birds. His sure um, neighbors courtesy, love that. <laughs> headline courtesy of the Weather Channel. Yeah. That's where that came from. There you from. go. Jeff Foster, you are, are, are by far Matt's hero of the day. Yes. Love it. Uh, you are my dream. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to do, do food news. We got off to a late start. Oh, wait, hold on. We also have a story that we have teased that we have not paid off on yet. Have we? Which is the Australian theater that is... Oh, oh yeah. We're yes. doing that instead. Terrifying scrapped. Uh, yeah, so sorry, this... f- sorry, food news fans. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I don't mean to <laughs> don't worry. blow up you the segment. You won't know Barbara Bush's favorite foods. <laughs> there. Apologies. We'll sit, sit on that all weekend long. Uh, coming back, we're talking about the uh, trailer that has been scaring kids to death uh, coming out of Australia. Coming back next on the Punch Break Show. This is Josh on the Lunch Break Show in studio with Matt in the production room, Zach and Anna Xavier here. We're talking about the story out of Australia that I saw last night about how kids are being terrified from going to watch the new Peter Rabbit film. Yes. Uh, have you all heard of the new Peter Rabbit? It's adorable little uh, rabbit who's uh, right. getting into to wild antics with Farmer McGregor, and then it's the whole thing. My kid's super into the book, uh, but the, the film is out. Parents, man, of course. Man, I thought that picture was a lot bigger when I downloaded it. I, I know. <laughs> I Hold on. to zoom in. That is <laughs> disappointing. <laughs> Wait a minute. Live production uh, here. My bad. Yeah. 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 Well uh, done. <laughs> So uh, this film, as you can see, the rabbit behind me, adorable. It's a fun, family-friendly film. So moms and dads are bringing their little young ones to to go see yeah. Peter Rabbit in theater. The hot new kids flick. Yeah. Yes. Uh, for some reason, and I, I know that uh, they show trailers uh, to get people excited about upcoming films. Mm-hmm. I know that that's a thing that people do, and I, I fully am aware of it. Uh, but for some reason, they chose... The scariest movie I've ever... I've seen screenshots of this film, and it looks terrifying. Yeah. So you're sitting down there. You have a a three-year-old, a four-year-old in the chair eating popcorn by the hands full. All of a sudden, lights go down. Mm -hmm. Excitement levels go up. And then this is the trailer that runs. I just don't want to put any more stress on my family. Wow. That has to be a, a mistake. <laughs> like, <laughs> literally, the report said that kids left the theater crying. Yeah. Like, ran out of the theater, full-on tears. Uh, parents, obviously furious and upset. All of those things. 
you would not expect to see to go watch Peter Rabbit. There's some pretty horrifying imagery in there for a trailer, man. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a terrifying movie. It's a horror movie, movie trailer, yeah. but there's literally a person on fire. Yeah. yeah. There's somebody yeah. covered in bugs. Like ants like, crawling all over them. There's a guy slamming his head into a desk. People are confused. <laughs> like, good lord. Yeah. I love it. That yeah. has got to be like the worst changeroo in history. Uh, that, that, that's got to be just like a high school kid that made a blunder, took the wrong, the wrong re- video reel to the wrong, you know, but production room. I would think that before you get to the ro- the, the cinema room where you are, I would expect you to actually. There's a process. I would hope that yeah. obviously it has been reviewed. So you would hope that someone took the time to choose. Carefully, clearly, somebody lost the job. <laughs> yeah, or or you know, because Zach, you used to work at a movie theater. Oh, yeah, Let, yeah, let's get inside. Well, when I was working at a movie theater, we were running 35 millimeter prints on projectors, so they were still film, right? They're not digital like they are now. So I don't Did you have travel in time. Exactly the funny. I don't <laughs> have exact. I'm old. I don't have exactly the angle they're doing here. But from the couple of digital projectors we got right before I left, um, trailers are like downloaded and put in manually usually by the studio i think the manager might have a say but for the most part like that's a computer program that picks all that so for all i know like it could have just been like an error my hot take uh brilliant marketing by the studio that made that movie <laughs> because they just got pressed like you wouldn't believe for a movie right. most people probably would have missed so i wish they had those night vision cameras like they use in some trailers <laughs> where you see like yeah. a, a theater full of children just right. fleeing out the back door <laughs> whatever. awesome yeah, yeah. That would be the trailer. Go watch this <laughs> right. film. Yes. Just kids crying in, 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 the, in the hallway. Terrifies four-year-olds. Yeah. I don't, yeah, Peter Rabbit was made by Sony. If Hereditary is a Sony film, we got a case. Like Otherwise, I don't know, but it would be hilarious if it was the same studio that made both of these movies. Because you could argue that that was maybe staged. I don't yeah, know, traumatized perhaps. children you in your that. pocket yeah. versus making millions out of the press. This is worldwide news. All of that. Yeah. Exactly. We're talking about it on the lunch break. Yeah. <laughs> so... Are are the parents entitled to a refund? I would oh, say yeah. so. Yeah, Tip- I would say so. Typical structure. This was an Australian theater, but in, in, in the states, as we call them, uh, usually a half hour into the movie. If you come out anywhere before a half hour, you can get a refund. So really? That that was an AMC like five, seven years ago. So uh, do I have yeah. to show the ticket? Uh, probably. Yeah. That's usually how that goes. But that was their policy back in the day. You could come out 29 minutes in and be like, I want a refund. Yep, okay, got it. So, so I'm, not a, I'm not a huge, uh, uh, I don't want to like brag about this, but yeah. I used to work for an old man. Uh, I called him Tom for the old man. Uh, and we, he liked doing the double feature. Okay. He was in a wheelchair, uh, very wealthy guy. Could have afforded to buy multiple films. But he liked just sneaking in to uh, random films. Yeah, the old teenager trick. Yeah. So oh, a guy in a wheelchair did this? Yeah, and that 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 is a trick. Uh, no one ever stops you if you're an old man in a wheelchair. Yeah. No one. Not one person ever stopped him. Well, that's because just walk right in. So yeah. So I had I would like wheel him in. He goes, I want to go watch this movie, <laughs> and so we would do the daily double and pay for one film and see two. But my question is, I wonder if you leave halfway during the second film. And go, hey, I lost my ticket, but I was in the studio, whatever it is. Do you still get the refund? That would be the ultimate con, is you got to see a movie for free, and then, you know, the intro for something something else. Nah, I think they'd just check your ticket and the oh, time no. you bought it, and, like, I think they'd yeah, backtrack that. I don't know what's sadder about that story, an old man getting his thrills off sneaking into two <laughs> movies, or that nobody bothers to stop him because they're like, he's an old man sneaking into another theater. Like, I'm sure somebody it knows that, right? anymore. Is yeah. That really, it's yeah. fine. Like, just <laughs> let him. And yeah. It was, like, it was like a Monday of, like, 1130. So uh, it wasn't like... Well, the note definitely nobody house. cared. Yeah. yeah. Whoever's working middays at the local cinema, like, probably <laughs> does care a victimless crime but I, I, well. think, I think the parents should get a refund even if they decided to stay and watch the movie because I'm, yeah like that's that's an excessive like that's excessive i i think like showing children that and then being like well i guess you gotta leave then i, oh, would, yeah. I would still give them something just for hearts and minds man I, my manager was giving out refunds for like fantastic mr fox because it freaked kids out like yeah. so yeah i'm sure they just rolled over and were like yep you got it you can take whatever you want here's your money back have a free popcorn we'll see you next time how did that freak people out that was a phenomenal film well like little kids because people thought it was like a kid's movie and it kind of is, but like, yeah, they'd go to see it and like the animation's all weird and like the hair moves and like it freak kids out stop motion. I don't know. 
Weird. How yeah, who Charlotte am I to say what kids, kids should and shouldn't yeah. be afraid of? Wasn't Charlotte's Web that had the same situation? Mm, what, like the live action one or the old school one? Um, the most recent know. one. The animated one? Yeah. No, the live action one had Dakota Fanning, if I remember. I don't, I don't remember. Yes, I, I, I guess, guess I never saw, saw that one. Yeah. There's a new Charlotte's Web? I think so. Oh, it came out in like the early 2000s, oh. I think. Yeah, not, not new. Right around like The Grinch with Jim Carrey. It was scaring, it was like it was scaring the children. The, the I think Charlotte's so, one. yeah. It was a bit too... I think it was scaring them because of what they were talking about. Yeah. Which uh, is? Yeah. Wasn't it that? Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm wow. going completely Spoilers. like I have no idea, idea fully. Well, I think the I think spider, he was yeah, that. the spider dies, right? Isn't that the that's the story, isn't it? Wow. Or they they were talking about someone's death and kind of like yeah. in depth, yeah. and kids were not ready for that. Kind mm. of thing. I don't know. But okay, well, I guess it's one of those deals. I think <laughs> right. like, there's some like level of you have to prepare your kid for for reality. I'm not sure that a film is a way to do, do, do that. Not every film can be. Pixar and Toy Story and Happy Go. Right. You know. Yeah. But either way, that is the lunch break show. We're going to end on a high note uh, after talking about death from Charlotte's Web. Uh, thank you guys for watching. You can join us again on Monday, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday right here from 12 to 1. Thank you guys for tuning in. I am Josh, Zach, Matt, and Anna in the studio. See you guys on Monday at 12.